Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Member FDIC. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, I got to tell you something, everybody. And this is great news for everybody. That um, I'll share something with your principle of becoming successful. At whatever level you choose, it can be successful in the relationship, Successful in the family. Success is maybe considered to you becoming a homeowner. It could be uh, being debt free. Your idea of success could be sixty thousand a year, fifty thousand a year, hundred thousand dollars a year. Doesn't matter. 
if you're considering it, if you're wanting it, if you have a desire to become successful, I want to share with you the very beginning of that. If no one's ever done it, I'm I'm going to say the beginning of it today. See, Scripture uh, makes it very clear for us that you don't, the only thing you need to become successful is already inside of you. It's not an external need. God wouldn't do that to you. He puts the core basis of everything you need inside of you. So if you discover it, if you tend to it, nurture it, fertilize it, and water it, it grows. It branches out. Then it reaches out externally and it starts grabbing things outside of there to make it even bigger, stronger, better, last longer. But in the very beginning, you don't need anything. It's all within you. And if you cultivate your relationship with God, it comes out, it flourishes. Now, let me tell you, that thing that I'm talking about is a God-given gift that he has given to all of us. We all possess it. It is all within us. Everybody has a gift. Had somebody told me what I know now, back then, I would have saved myself tons of mistakes. I just didn't know the principles. I had to learn them all. Well, one of the principles of becoming successful is your mindset. You got to get your mind right. Now, this mindset is simply a decision that you can make. I can't get it for you. I can tell you what to do, but you got to make the decision. You that's listening have to decide, you know what? I'm going to go on and get at it. I'm going to stop renting. I'm going to become a homeowner. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop living check to check. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 put a budget together. I'm going to stop stepping out on my family. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get it together. I'm going to stop using. You, when you make these decisions, that's correcting your mindset. Now, the closer connection you have with God, the more help you get sustaining the mindset. How many times have you started to do something and you stopped? How many resolutions have you made at the new year and stopped by February? Over with by mid-January, done in March. Because if you don't have a clear connection with your creator to help you carry out the other force out there, that evil force is designed to get you not to reach your goals, get you not to come to resolution with whatever the resolutions are you made, so he can so you can consider yourself not worthy or a failure or unable to do something. But the more things you are able to accomplish, the greater your confidence goes, grows. So we got to get your mindset together. Your mindset is a decision that you have to make. When you make the decision, you can begin the process. Your mindset is also a will of yours, a will along with the decision, a will, a willingness to do right, a willingness to change, a willingness to be better. It's going to then cause you to have to make a decision to make a change of direction. Don't go where everybody else is going. You got to go your way now. You can't follow the crowd. You got to take a less travel path. You cannot do this without changing your direction. You can't keep hanging with the people you've been hanging with if you want to be different. Because they not. Then you have to develop an obligation to yourself. 
you've got to say, you know what, for me and my family, or if you don't have a family, for me, I owe it to myself. I have an obligation to myself to be the best me that I can possibly be, to be the best self that I can possibly be, to be the best father, the best man, the best husband, the best wife, the best mother, the best daughter, the best son, the best student, the best employee, the best owner. You have an obligation to yourself to to give yourself a shot at the best life you can. That's an obligation. You owe that to yourself. Why would you not live the best life that you possibly could? You have an obligation to yourself. Why would you cheat yourself like that? Why would you take yourself and never allow yourself to see the goodness that's already in you, to have the abundance that's been promised to you, to go and explore all the riches out there that's available to you. And but, but, but one of the worst ways that you can rob yourself of the joy of your obligation is to keep comparing yourself to somebody else because guess what, man? That ain't your life. You ain't Jay-Z and Beyonce. You, you're, not, you're not Oprah instead, man. You, that's not who you are. Quit looking around at everybody else. That comparison of everybody else will keep you broken. It'll keep you unhappy. You won't even be able to be grateful for what you have because you're steady talking about what you don't have. That's not the way, man. You have an obligation to yourself to be the best you you can be, not the best them. You're not them. Stop trying to be them. Be the best you. It's cool. You, you got a nice little house. That's cool. You know how many big houses is empty and filled with hate and resentment? I'd rather have a smaller house filled with joy in it than to go to a big house. Man, Prince got a line in the song that says, I realize in his best disguise a pretty house don't make a home. Man, don't you know I know how true that is. So I'm just trying to tell you. Now, another part of the mindset is taking dead aim at your life's goals and ambitions. What are they? What are your goals and your visions? What do you see for yourself? What do you dream about? If you knew you couldn't fail at whatever it is you were attempting, what would you go attempt? See, that's what we need to be after. It's a mindset, y'all. It's a decision. It's a will, it's a change of direction, it's an obligation to yourself, it's taking dead aim at your life's visions and goals. Come on, man, you got to get your mind wrapped around this thing. You owe it to yourself to live the best life you can be. Come on, man, talk to God. God got something for you. You just got to check in with him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. 
For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, animals, four-legged, and birds. May we have your undivided attention, or if you're unable to have attention at all, just listen here. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. What's up, y'all? Share the strawberry. Hey, Steve. Good morning. Call it for real. Can you hear me, guys? I'm sorry. What's going on? Yeah. Moaning, moaning. My bad. What up, Junior? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I said, what up, Junior? Oh, attention. Oh, I got it. Hey, morning, Uncle. Morning, everybody. <laughs> King of pranks. Top, top. What it do, baby boy? Ain't nothing, man. Sitting up in the hill. Uh-huh. Thursday. Walk. Watch debates last night. The day after. I saw Woo. a Kamala ass whooping last night. That's what I saw. I Kamala, saw Kamala, 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 Kamala. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I was I was I was proud of her, but I was impressed. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was very yeah. proud of her. I like how she kept her cool point. and she stuck oh. to the facts. I was yeah. I was she didn't let that boy rattle her. He got mm-hmm. mad a couple times. You know, whenever I play golf with uh, old old people look like him. When they lick their top lip and they don't hardly have a lip, they mad. <laughs> they don't, really? Don't that's a fact. Lip. Yeah, that's a fact, man. That's a fact. They oh, when they lick before. that top lip and they ain't got one, woo, they mad. <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear what she said? I, 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 I'm talking. I'm talking. Excuse me, I'm sir. I'm talking. Yeah, because he did interrupt her quite a few times. He did. Yeah. He did. And did you mm-hmm. see? No, but when she was talking about the health care and the pre-existing conditions mm-hmm. with diabetes, breast cancer, when she was listing all of these chronic diseases, and mm-hmm. she said, he's going to come for you. Yeah, they're what? coming for you. <laughs> Lil Duval tweeted last night. So Kamala Harris is pretty much saying, if you vote for Trump, you're going to die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty much what that means. That's what it means. Keep it 100. I yeah. love that. <laughs> you don't yeah. care. That. This health care mm-hmm. plan that we've been hearing about for three and a half years that yeah. we've never seen. Where is it? From the Trump administration. I yeah. thought she was knowledgeable. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought she was smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... Uh, his, the problem he had was when he was trying to defend the president. That's where he looked the worst. Well, that's his job, basically. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be, but he, it is. Number two man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's a hard position, especially on coronavirus. Climate change. Uh, yeah, climate care. change. I thought they were supposed to be winning in the economy, but man. Yeah. He didn't sound good about that economy. And 2021 is going to be the strongest economy ever witnessed in the history of this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Partner. Mm-hmm. 20,000 people in the airline just mm-hmm. got laid off. 
Yeah. You yeah. saw that flight attendant on social media? Oh, yeah. I did. Uh, yeah. Her, when yeah. her last mm-hmm. flight being yeah. furloughed. Yeah. 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 We well, if they get the $25 billion that they want, they'll go back. But it doesn't look like it right now. Uh, the she good news is president. that... Yeah, the good news is that this is the only vice presidential debate. It was only right. going to be one. Yeah, so right. no more. We have to. And we don't sit need through. another presidential debate yeah. either. We don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, it's Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. You can go to steveharveyfm.com to submit your questions, your love questions for the CLO, the Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. This one is from Anonymous in Mississippi. I'm a 23-year-old heavyset guy with a great personality and the perfect job. I'm a bouncer at the club, and all of the finest females flirt with me so they can slide into the VIP. But I have trouble with these ladies seeing me as anything but their big teddy bear. I have my eyes on one female, and I can't tell if she's interested in me or not. She'll text me, good morning, and hope you're having a good day occasionally. And I don't know if she's buttering me up for the hookup or if she likes me. Please help. No, dog. That's the butter up for the hookup. See, you described yourself as what you are. You 23 and heavy set. You ain't muscular. You teddy bear. I've seen a lot of teddy bears out of bulk. A lot of teddy bears for girls over the years. None of the uh-huh. teddy bears I bought have been muscular. <laughs> They've all been a little soft, fluffy, cuddly. You know, you just big, dog. You just big. If I were you, no, Shirley, let me talk to this man. He's 23, he got time to do this. Get in the gym, dog, and shape it up. Go and put some structure to that weight. You just heavy set. You described yourself as heavy set. You ain't the big fine bouncer. So go from bear, He's... teddy bear to what, dog? What can he go to? Just bear. Bear. <laughs> See, teddy, teddy throwing y'all. Soft. Well, he's got a great teddy personality. Teddy bear is like Terry Croft. He got oh. great personality. That's what Women don't give a damn about that. Well, do all women text him, have a good day, and good no, morning? No, but the ones that want to get in, good, have a good day, good morning. Oh, I'll okay. see you this weekend. <laughs> Oh, to get in. All right. So get Come to the on, gym. Come on, man. Get Dog, you're 23 years old, bro. Come on, man. Let's tighten it up, bro. You got time, man. You could get in shape. Plus, man, it's your if it's your profession to be a body bouncer, bodyguard, mm-hmm. look like one. Mm-hmm. See? Then you, you I'm 23 heavy set. Now, when a dude call himself heavy set, I'm just telling you about men. We fat. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Women do not describe themselves as I'm heavy set. We you know, women thick, women curvy. say I'm curvaceous, uh-huh. I'm curvy, thick. I'm mm-hmm. big boned it. Thickness. Right. Uh-huh. I'm thick, thick. Uh-huh. You know, I'm thick. Uh-huh. I'm like, they like it. And they right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But when the dude say I'm heavy set, your ass is heavy and set. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. All right, Lakeisha and And that Tulsa also says... means why you setting over there. You look heavy. Mm. All right. Well, he's 23. You're right. He does have time. Lakeisha in Tulsa, CLO, says, I'm 30 years old and I have an adult chat room and live sex webcam show that I do nightly. I've been able to buy a townhome and get a bend without relying on a man for money. I wear disguises and wigs when I'm working to hide my identity. I met a great man at the coffee shop and we've been hanging out for three months. 
In the past, I've kept my job a secret from men, but this time, I don't want to keep any secrets. I also don't want him to run away. Uh, when is the right time to tell him about my job? Hmm. Uh, go on, tell him now. No time like the present. Tell him now. See how I feel about it. Tell us this how do you think he's going to feel about it? Show him live. Oh! No, no, no. Oh, he's going to want to see what you do now. Yeah, show it to him. Show it to him, and then, you know, it's a possibility. If he's a great guy and wants somebody of his own, that's a hard thing to tell a man you do now. I do a live sex show. Every night. So I don't know if she talking about sex with people or she having sex. Because if you're doing having sex, oh, for doing yourself... Yeah, ain't nobody. I think she's both because it's an adult chat room and a live sex webcam. Okay, well, you know, you're not fit to meet his mama. She's talking and doing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're going to tell him, but you, huh? Is the link, does she know, can she send us the link? (laughs) Yeah, so we can help you better. I'll try to help her out with this. Try to help you. Right, Jim. (laughs) So you say, tell him right now. Yeah. But chances are, once she tells him what? I don't know. It depends on the type of guy the he guy. is. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it depends on the age and all like that. But you might as well go on and tell it. Because you don't want to have no secrets. And I think secrets. that's right. So tell yeah. him and see how it goes. All right. There you go. Sarah, who's an iHeartRadio app listener, says, I'm 19 and I just got to college after being quarantined with my parents. I want to have a normal college life, but my parents are overprotective. They've been putting, they've put a tracking device on my phone and one on my car, so they'll always know where I am. Last weekend, I wanted to spend the night with my boyfriend, so I left my phone in my room and I had my friend drop me off at the hotel. My mom freaked out and called my dorm director when I wasn't answering my phone. How can I get my mom to chill out? Oh, she ain't, she ain't, Mm -hmm. she ain't. And, you know, you doing stuff like this. I don't. I mean, okay, help me understand something. Maybe I don't understand how the phone tracking thing works. They can pinpoint exactly where you are? Yep, exactly. You mean, I mean, address? I can come straight to your house to the room that you're in with that phone. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, Tommy. (laughs) Yes. So there you go. I mean, yeah, she, she left the phone in the dorm, but she wasn't answering it, so... Her mom knew she wasn't there. She just didn't know where she was. We grew you up down at the hotel. At 19. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. We grew up at the best time. Yes, we did. <laughs> Lord. I was in the room. I was in the room. Somebody was on the phone. We ain't got uh, a yeah. call waiting. Yeah, I was studying, Mom. I was studying all yeah. uh-huh. I was yeah. in a study group. We was in yeah. uh, such well, and such so, a room. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not going to give you at 19 a way to deceive your parents. No. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Because that those tracking devices can be a big help at times. You know, uh, you just have to be honest with your mom. Mom, I'm with a friend. I'm safe. We're at this place over here, and we're having dinner. Well, it just happened to, to be a hotel. We're in the yeah. lobby. we eating at the front desk. As soon as we get through, we going upstairs. Tommy says she'll know exactly where she is. Okay. Come right. in, have free waffle breakfast. We came over here for the breakfast. Thank you, CLO. Great advice as usual. Coming up next, the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, the clapback is oh so very real. Melania Trump and Stormy Daniels accuse each other of being a hooker. Woo! Plus some <laughs> other entertainment news. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Plus, in other entertainment news, if we get to it, uh, Cardi B's daughter, Culture, told her to stop cursing. Oh, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. (laughs) But But that's all you worried about, your mama? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, here's the nephew with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? LaRonda is my girl. Oh, boy. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. LaRonda is my girl. Okay? Mm -hmm. Let's run that prank. Come on, cat. Hello? This call will be recorded and monitored. I have a collect call from an inmate. If you would like to accept this and future collect calls, please press 4. Hello? 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 Yeah, yeah, hello. I'm, I'm trying to... This is Ronnie. Ronnie, I'm trying to reach uh, LaRonda. LaRonda? Yeah. LaRonda, do I have the wrong number? No, you, you got the right number, man. That's my wife. Uh, who is this? Okay, okay, okay. Hold, hold up now. This Ronnie right here. Now right. I'm, I'm calling for Leronda, who, who, you know, who? uh, that was my girl before I got locked up. I'm trying. <laughs> Pump your brakes. Hold on, hold, hold on, man. Uh, we've been married for about two years, man. I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You might have the wrong number. Okay, hold up then. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I know the Leronda ain't man. I know the this ain't. Say, man, hold up, man. Wait a minute. LaRonda is married? Yeah, man. Just in case you didn't hear me. LaRonda's married. We got a 16-month-old child, man. All right? And and, and we've been married for two years. I don't know who you calling. I'm calling for LaRonda. I'm finna get up out this in six weeks. I've been uh, been writing letters and all kind of stuff, sending them to her mama house. Whoa, now, you whoa, trying whoa. to tell me? You trying whoa, to? Send- whoa, you been sending what to her mama house? I've been sending letters. I've been sending letters since the day I got locked down. Wait I've a minute, homie. Send- when you been? How, how long has been since you been sending letters, man? I've been locked down for five years. Five years, and I've been sending letters. I don't miss one week without sending something to Laurent. All right. What, what's her mama name then? Ain't, ain't her mama name Miss? Hold on, man. You been sending letters to my girl's mama for? For five years. Five uh, years. I'm finna get out in six weeks. I've been locked down right at five years. No, man. She ain't got no letters from you, man. You, She ain't got no letters. Uh, We've been together for two years, man. I'm sorry to break your heart. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me ask you this here, man. What, man? Hold up, because you, you got me all f***ed up man, with this what? right here. Now, let me ask you this right here. How I know her mama name? How I know all this here, man? What 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 I'm trying to explain to you? I got the right person. I just I'm just blown away by you trying to tell me y'all married now. Yeah, we married now, happily married. Hey man, hey, you need to take your back to that cell, man, for real. Hey, hold up, cuz first of all, what you ain't finna do just come at me wrong. Now that what ain't finna happen now. Now I got a whole lot on my mind and a whole lot of stress. Now I'm gonna tell you this right here just to let you know how this finna to go. Now, don't go. Hmm? I'm to be up out here in six weeks, and when I do get out, I am coming to see LaRonda. Know that. I'm to come out there and... Brother, man, look. 
Hey, you up here calling me with this ignorant stuff, man. That's what probably got your tail in jail anyway. Hey, hey man, listen. You come up here, you gonna wind up getting both put up in the penitentiary, man. Because I ain't playing about my wife, man. Brother, you just need to go and chill out. After you get out of brother, stay somewhere, man. Look, don't, man. Don't bring all right, man. Look, man, all I'm trying to do is... Hey, I don't care what you trying to do. Try to keep your... That's all I'm trying to tell you to do. So we don't both end up in the penitentiary, man. Or your might be in... You're going to end up in a grave if you keep testing me, man. I'm telling you, don't bring your here, bro. Just stay there. Relax, breathe, enjoy the your air, man. All right? That's all I'm saying, all right, man? That's it. Hey, 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 what you ain't finished to do is try to threaten me, fool. See, hey, I, yo, I, homie, I... You up here talking about keep your... Man, don't bring your looking for no runner because I will put two up in your. I'm, I'm coming to you. see my girl. That's my girl. We've been married for two years. I'm trying to tell you, you better take your on somewhere. You we will shut this down. Who you think I'm you talking? You. Who you think you talking to? I'm talking to that's in jail. Don't drop the up your black. Look, man, I'm fixed to come home in six weeks and I'm coming to see LaRonda whether your like it or not and i'm going to see our mama miss what you ain't gonna do is get in the way of me and my girl somebody i've been loving and writing letters to all this damn time i've been on lockdown man bring your i will say it slow to you bring your and i swear to god i will put your in the grave that's where i'm gonna put you homie Who you, you think? Bring you better stay up in the penitentiary. I'm coming down there to see my girl, see her mama, and get my girl back. My girl leaving with me. You know, the only thing you're going to be seeing is the casket. Because I'm putting your ass in there, man. You, I'm telling you, you bring your ass out of I swear to God, man. You Knock on my door if you want to. I'm telling you, man. Go to a mama house. I'm putting your down, homie. Don't. I'm not playing with you, man. All right? That's my girl, man. That is my girl. I will... You ain't finna do nothing to me. You ain't finna do nothing but release my girl over to me. That's what you finna do. That's it. No, I'm gonna release a world in your if you come to this. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm telling you, man. I, boy. Woo-hoo. You keep around, man. I'll be waiting on you in six weeks. I'm gonna tell you that. I'll be waiting on you in six weeks. Bring your to my door. You won't be going nowhere else. I'm telling you that. You talking all this bad stuff on the phone. You ain't gonna do a thing when I get there, but give me my girl back. That's it. You, you ain't talking, you talking that behind the bars. You ain't Listen, I got one more thing I need to say to you before I go back to my cell. Is you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Devin. Wait, 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 wait. What the Hold up, dog. Listen, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Devin. Man, <laughs> y'all almost got him up. <laughs> I'm telling you, cuz, I was about to hit the jail, man. You I, might. I don't play that <laughs> Y'all need to stop playing these motherfucking games, man. Oh, <laughs> Devin, <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm telling you, I was gonna go down. I'm going down in flames. <laughs> boy, woo! Woo! Uh, let me, I need to breathe off this. Man, go get man. you a drink, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I need to get me some up in me, bro. I was about to count down six weeks on this, man. When last time y'all got a call from the penitentiary? Y'all got uh, one? Lady? Ain't nobody uh, got one lately. Mm, oh, don't, don't act like I'm never. the only one that received one. I know you'd have gotten one before. No, I can't. Junior, that I have. Uh, nah, I don't want to talk about the phone calls. I get to prison. <laughs> Just not even know that. <laughs>
Junior. It's not a good time, Junior. All right. Thank you, Neff. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and some national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. In entertainment news, the clapback is oh so very real. After hearing leaked recorded conversations between Melania Trump and her former friend Stephanie Walkoff, uh, Stormy Daniels was not playing around, okay? During a taped conversation, Melania called Stormy a porn hooker. Stormy clapped back at the first lady, calling her a hooker, being the one who has sex for money. Stormy tweeted, ha, 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 although I wasn't paid for sex and therefore technically not a hooker, I'll take being that over what you are any day. Stormy went on to tweet, you sold your private area and your soul, and I'm legal. Keep talking about me. I like your new breasts, by the way. Post more nudes. <laughs> Hashtag be best, LOL. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Man. Is Stormy Daniels uh. a sister? What? <laughs> mm. <laughs> she got in that behind, man. I haven't seen white girls fight in a while. Okay. <laughs> but hashtag... Be best. Be best. Be best. Yeah, that's the first lady's uh, campaign, right? Uh, Be best. Be best. LOL. Wow. Wow. Steve, your thoughts? Boy, this is good. This is the WWW right here, boy. What's that? This is white women walls. (laughs) (laughs) That's a reality show. Yeah. Be best. Boy, I love when they going at it. Hey, them. nice breast. Send some more nudes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I ain't Ooh. even gonna say nothing about it. I'm just all right. Stormy and Milana at it. Yeah, I mean, Stormy said don't with the clap back. She said don't send for me. Yeah, but send hold on, unless though. I send for you. Send that's for you. That's it. Uh, okay, yeah. but like, le- okay, okay. What did Melania call Stormy? A porn, porn hooker. hooker. A porn hooker. A porn hooker. Your husband. Yeah. Bought the porn hooker. How, how you missing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She a porn hooker. Your husband mm-hmm. bought her and then had to pay for it again with a hundred and thirty more thousand. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
But what Stormy is, is saying, she's not a hooker. She's because saying she, that she, she didn't pay for sex. She wasn't yeah. paid to have sex. She was paid to be quiet about it when he ran for office. Oh. But she's saying at the time she didn't. She he didn't pay her to have sex. Yeah. Right, I but understand. She's saying technically she's not a hooker. Okay, yeah. but guess Melania. what? If Melania is calling her a porn oh. hooker, oh. Right. we must now find out the list of Johns. Oh. And at the top of the list. Oh, it's your husband. husband. We keep Got missing it. the point. Yeah, See, you can't call the woman the worst of the worst without realizing that your husband is the reason she's able to be that. Mm. None mm. of this works without the John. Yeah. But what about this line? You sold your private area and your soul, <laughs> and I'm legal. Keep talking about me. That's a sister right there. Keep talking about God, me. <laughs> but like but new I like your new breast, by the way. <laughs> Hello, and when she tweeted, she tweeted uh, the the words. The, wow. Did we even know we that cleaned was it up breath? for radio? We yeah, didn't even yeah, know yeah. Uh huh. Uh-uh. That's not our business, Tommy. This is www dog. Okay, <laughs> stay out of this. These is white women wars. We stay out of this, Tommy. Me and you, Uncle Neff. We out of this, dog. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, Steve, now it's time to move on over to uh, today's headlines. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. she's here, the lovely Miss Andrew. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. This is Andrew with the news. Well, the former Minneapolis cop seen around the world slowly murdering an unarmed black man named George Floyd was released from jail yesterday. Derek Chauvin made his $1 million bail on Wednesday. His trial is set to begin March 8th. Vice President Mike Prince and Senator Kamala Harris squared off in their only and highly anticipated debate in Salt Lake City, Utah last night. Of course, the COVID-19 pandemic was discussed first off. Before, there were more than five cases in the United States. All people who had returned from China. President Donald Trump did what no other American president had ever done, and that was he suspended all travel from China, the second largest economy in the world. Joe Biden Biden opposed that decision. He said it was xenophobic and hysterical. That decision alone by President Trump bought us invaluable time to stand up the greatest national mobilization since World War II. Whatever the vice president is claiming the administration has done, clearly it hasn't worked. When you're looking at over 210,000 dead bodies in our country, American lives, the vice president is the head of the task force and knew on January 28th how serious this was. And then we learned that they knew about it. When asked, well, why didn't y'all tell anybody? He said, because the president wanted people to remain calm. So I want to ask the American people, how calm were you when you were panicked about where you're going to get your next roll of toilet paper? How calm were you when your kids were sent home from school and you didn't know when they could go back? How calm Thank were you, you Thank when you, your Senator children Harris. couldn't see your parents because you were afraid they could kill them? And when each was asked if they'd accept the results of the election, both sides expressed confidence in the outcome. I think we're going to win this election. President Donald Trump has, has launched a movement of everyday Americans from every walk of life. And uh, I have every confidence that those, those same Americans that delivered that historic victory in 2016, they see this president's record. We revived our economy through tax cuts and rolling back regulation, fighting for fair trade, unleashing American energy. We appointed conservatives to our federal courts at every level. And, and we stood with the men and women of law enforcement every single day. And I think, I think that movement of Americans has only grown stronger in the last four years. Senator Harris. Of course, we have the support of Democrats, but also 
independents and Republicans. In fact, um, seven members of uh, President George W. Bush's cabinet are supporting our ticket. Uh, Colin Powell, Cindy McCain, John Kasich, um, over 500 generals, retired generals and, and former national security experts and advisors are supporting our campaign. And I believe they are doing that because they know that Joe Biden has a deep, deep-seated commitment to fight for our democracy. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, back in the day, you know, we were all embarrassed, of course, when our parents had to come up to the school. Um, and Steve, you, you've also done jokes in your stand-up about when you were a kid and your mom came up to your school. Well, check this out. In uh, trending viral video news, did you guys see the naked mom on her son's uh, Zoom virtual class? Well, take a listen to the teacher's reaction. This is crazy right here. David Turner. David. Oh, my God. Was that baby naked? Mom, turn your camera off. Take me off. <laughs> well, that's homeschool. Oh, ass. Well, let me tell you something. Man, this damn homeschooling ain't working out. Well, first of all, why is Tavion mama ass naked in the room while Tavion supposed to be in school? But Tavion, it ain't nothing new to Tavion. He been seeing this. He been seeing his mama. Tavion looked at the teacher like, that's mama. She bent over her whole butt. Yeah, just out. She getting ready for work. Yeah. She got to wake the kids up. I ain't got time for this, Tavion. Do your school work. Oh, my God, who is that nigga? Turn your camera off, Tavion. Tavion talking about, I'm in school. Oh, man. When she realized she was on camera, she yeah. ran out of the room so oh, fast. Oh, All you mamas out there, quit quit walking across the house naked. Please, yeah, the Dad is under a lot of pressure. Dad is too. Everybody, stop walking yeah. across Woo. the house. They don't pay teachers enough for this. Who is that naked back down? Tavion, turn your camera off. We love our teachers. They go through a lot. But we all have done it, though. You got to agree with it. You've We've all done it. Oh, yeah. I've done you what? Know I did. Done what? what? Walk through the house naked. You done done it? Oh. No, not yeah. while your kids is on no, Zoom. Zoom. No, not while your kids. I'm just saying, but no. you ain't, you, ain't, you have not always almost gotten oh. caught out there. You ain't oh, walked no. to the garage and forgot no. something in the car and just no. went out there naked. All the I got on is the top now. <laughs> if, if you move the camera, we in trouble. But I know not to stand <laughs> up. <laughs> but what about the teacher? She was trying to wake up the first student. David Turner. <laughs> David Turner. <laughs> wake up. So, oh, my God. Oh, we love our teachers. We love you so much. This class teachers. is over. Yeah, <laughs> hang in there. Tavion looked at his mom and looked at the camera like, it's Wednesday. What did you think about, <laughs> All right, guys. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, President Trump said his COVID-19 infection was a blessing from God. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last night, guys... <laughs> We all saw it was a vice presidential debate in Salt Lake City, Utah, between Senator Kamala Harris and Vice President Mike Pence. Uh, the candidates were 12 feet apart and a plexiglass between them. Uh, in our opinion, Kamala won the debate, period. What you think, Steve? 
you well, think? I thought Kamala did really, really well. I was impressed uh-huh. with her. Yes. Uh, I was really, really impressed with her, man. More so than ever before. And I think that one-on-one made a clear point. And she made uh, some great points. Uh, but for me, uh-huh. uh, the, the highlight of the debate was that fly on Pence's <laughs> head. <laughs> Mike Pence, yeah. Damn, yeah, I agree. Fly <laughs> just showed up and stole the show. And I have, uh, I figured out what happened. What? what? Oh, did you? I, what happened? Because the fly was there for a while, Steve. Long so what'd time. What did you figure out? Yeah. When wow. sugar, oh. honey, iced tea <laughs> is coming out of your mouth, it's uh-huh. going to draw flies. Yes. 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 <laughs> lies that draw fly flies. That fly said, let me go over here and get on this treat. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is fresh cow manure yes <laughs> oh and it's so white i've never had the white flavor before God, this is a fly that fly was on national tv you know what this is amazing it's so wonderful and it's so much of it and yes. i won't just sit here till i'm full and the fly got full of sugar honey iced tea yes. and flew off the fly is in the back of the uh, auditorium sleep. <laughs> it did stay on there a long time. I, I thought it was stuck, Shirley. Yeah. No, it was eating. It was eating. Oh, man. It, it, was, it was at a buffet. And he never yeah. knew it was on his head. No. That's the uh-uh. crazy part. He never no. swatted it away or anything. Yeah, the, fly. Yeah, no. the fly is trending. The fly is trending. Yeah. Uh, the winner of the debate, the fly on the Mike fly. Pence's fly. head. <laughs> no. That fly could have cost him the election. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, because you know it's old people. You know, that's a sign now. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, right, Steve. <laughs> You know, when you're talking and a fly land on your head and you don't feel it, that's a sign. Right. right. I wonder if Kamala saw it. It didn't look like she saw it. No, she saw it because she put her head down and fixed the clothes because she didn't want to look up there no more. No, she would have used it. Why does the fly have a Twitter page already? Already? (laughs) You lying. From last night to this morning. Twitter page. He tweeted, hi, mom. Hi, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he stayed up there a long time. It seems like he got way more than his 15 minutes of fame. Way more. (laughs) The fly got a Twitter page this morning already. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Other flies. Wow. I don't care. I would have noticed a fly on me. I just would have. Yeah, Mike was turning. People his head. are retweeting saying, Thank you, fly. Yes. <laughs> they said, Lord of the flies. <laughs> They're killing them. They're killing them. Uh, wow, wow. Well, meanwhile, meanwhile, President Trump said his COVID infection was a, quote, blessing from God. So he know God now? <laughs> He ain't never mentioned him before. Yeah, he ain't never mentioned him before. Two Corinthians. Oh yeah, not so you need to know. Yeah, and the upside down Bible in front of the church for the photo op. Yeah. Remember that.
No. Uh, yeah. When he uses God, I don't even pay no attention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he, from I, God. How, how dare you say that? Over yeah. 211,000 yeah. Americans yeah. have passed. Have died. You know, and then the conversation about don't let it ruin your life. Don't let it yeah. take over your life. I don't think the 200 some thousand people tried to. Yeah. Hello, Steve. Yeah. Hello. Go to vote.org. Vote.org. And coming up next, uh, we're going to switch gears. Nephew Tommy will be in the building with his prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, she must think I'm boo-boo the fool. Mm-hmm. You heard me right. She must think I'm boo-boo the fool. We'll get into that later on but right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call what you got for us nev you wearing my clothes what you're wearing uh-huh. my clothes i don't get it okay but you <laughs> will let's go cat dog hello hello i'm trying to uh i'm trying to reach uh wilson yeah this is wilson hey you 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 own the cleaners over on right yeah that's me how may i help you how, how, how long y'all been over there? How, how many how many years y'all, y'all been over there on the uh, on? Man, we've been here for we've been here about fifteen years, man. Been there a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. How may I help you? Uh, now you you the only uh, my name Donnie, man. I'm sorry, my name Donnie. Is you the nice, you nice the, uh, you, Donnie. you all you always been the owner there? Man, I started this thing what about fifteen years ago. Got all my own equipment, everything. We do everything in house, so you ain't got to worry about going nowhere. You drop your clothes off here, and I make sure we take care of everything right here in house, man. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, listen, man. The reason why I call, see, I've been, uh, I've been, I, I actually been bringing my clothes to you for about a year now. My name, my name is Donnie. Oh, you have, Donnie. Donnie. Huh? I, I don't, I don't remember. Well, I, I know if you come in here, I know your face though. Yeah, I, yeah. I you, ain't you, no you, 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 you probably you. know me when you see me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you probably, you probably know me when you see. But listen, uh, here, here's where I had a problem, and I came in uh, about last week. Sometime I came in. I think it was last Thursday I came in. To get my clothes, I had dropped off, and uh, now, now I had brought some clothes probably about three weeks before that. Uh huh. And and when I got home, uh, three, you know, like I say, three weeks. When I got home with that, with them clothes, I realized I was missing a shirt, mm. and uh, and I was like, I don't, I don't know where my shirt at. I couldn't find. It. So now, just last week when I came back to pick up some clothes, mm-hmm. now and, and this what 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 you know, I didn't want to raise no no havoc in your in your store or nothing, but. What what I looked when I looked at you, you was actually the person that took my money and gave me my, gave him my clothes. Mm-hmm. But when I when I looked closer at you, I realized you 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 act you actually had on my shirt. What? No. You had I I had to go on and count to ten. I went on out to my car and I said I'm not gonna wait and calm down. But you was actually standing there giving me my clothes, <laughs> but you had on my shirt too. Now you. Bro, you could have counted to twenty. You, you ain't seen me in your shirt. I mean, what? It, what? What? what have your clothes? Have you ever left your clothes up here longer than thirty days? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? 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 Is, what, what are you saying? If, if people leave their stuff longer than thirty days, you start wearing it? No, no. Hold, hold on, hold on. I, I, I ain't wore nobody's shirt. Let, let's uh, no, no, straight. no, no, no. Hold on, bro. Hold on, Donnie. We quit all this lying about you. You ain't want nobody's shirt because you still have mine well, on. L- l- listen, let me tell you something, man. I mean, I work every day. I work hard, and I can buy my own. I can buy my own shirt. I mean, I ain't got to wear nobody's shirt. As a matter of fact, I was just saying because you said 
that that you felt like I held your shirt. I, I ain't want nobody's shirt, but okay. Well, now I got a plan to come in there. You the only time come missing is if it's been here thirty days. We don't. I mean, we ain't we ain't taking nobody clothes. Right, but listen, I got a friend. He bring his stuff over there too, and he tell me he had some pants missing, and he and he come in there one day and swear he think you had his pants on. Who is it? He lied. Let, let me tell you, hold on, bro. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't well, you know. Didn't, you didn't sit there, man. Who, who, you who you are, man. You outfit out of clothes. You got my shirt on and his pants on. This is ridiculous, man. Are you, is you creating your own wardrobe with people's stuff? Look, hold, hold on. Let me tell you something, man. I done told you I ain't wearing nobody else's shirt. Don't call me insult my integrity. Tell me I done wore somebody else's shirt. I don't have to wear your shirt. I got well, my own shirt. What kind of you got, man, that you clean people's stuff, but then you wear it around the cleaners? I don't have to wear a thing or nobody around no cleaners. I got my own you have you you must not been up here yourself. Do you see the uniforms we wear up here? That's how you know my name. Say Wilson on my uniform, man. I know it say Wilson on it, but why well, is you, ain't you seen me wearing with... other people's stuff, Mr. Wilson? Look here, man, look here. I'm I'm a Christian, bro. Listen. I'm trying to do the right thing. I don't appreciate nobody calling me. Now, you can tell you, you you can inquire and we can get this fixed you know, figured out. But you don't call here saying that you seen me wearing I'm going to let the shirt go. Yeah? I'm going to let the shirt go. I don't care what the hell you do with the shirt. Now, now, Mr. Will, that's what I'm going to do with you. If I come in there, if I come in there one more time and see you with one of my shirts on, then guess what? I'm going to tear it off for you and I'm going to beat you at your store. Let tell you what. You bring your bad down here. Come on down here. Let me just... It ain't a thing in a drugstore gonna kill you quick and I will about coming here trying to bother me about a shirt. Well, you need to quit wearing people's stuff then. I ain't gotta wear no other clothes, boy. So, but that's what you're doing. You up in there, you got on my shirt and got my boy pants on. I tell you what, let me tell you something. Before I open this cleaner, I'm from the penitentiary. And when you talk, when you call somebody a lie, you better rather back it up. I'm going to come up in there. This ain't where you look, 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 man. You keep wearing everybody's clothes in there. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you what God loves me. I'm telling you the truth. If you come up here with some, you need to call your mama and let her know it's going to be some snot slinging and flower bringing. Because just like that shirt you say you missing, you're going to be missing too. You come up here bothering about a shirt. You're going to get your butt beat if I keep finding out you wearing people's stuff. Look at your Wilson. Don't, don't get your butt beat up on. on you hear me? I tell you what, you need to get off my phone. I, boy, this baby, this, this time I'm, I'm wearing his shirt. You is wearing my shirt, and you wearing my friend's pants. Man, you, look, bro, look, Donnie McClurkin, I don't, Donnie, whoever you, I don't know who Donnie you are, but don't call him no more, man. I don't even want your business, man. You don't even have to, don't bring your shirt. As a matter of fact, what's your last, I'm going to look your smile up. Any day, any money you don't pay me, I'm going to give it back to you, because I don't need your money either, man. I don't need this I got one more thing to say to you. Is you listening to me? What? You ain't got a thing to say to me. I do have something I need to say to you. You're your thieving, shirt wearing. I do have something I need to say to you. I, what? Is you listening? What? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Who? <laughs> hey, Mr. Wills. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Boy, that's <laughs> <laughs> Boy, say, say, bro, you can't... Hey, we're in a recession. You can't call nobody talking to him like that, man. <laughs> Boy, y'all some food, man. Boy, I'm going to have to go somewhere and sit down, man. I'm going to have to drink me some teaspoon of vinegar or something. <laughs> got my blood pressure sky. <laughs> 
I knew that. I knew it had to be some alignment because I ain't want nobody a shirt, man. <laughs> hey man, I gotta ask you, man. I gotta what? tell me y'all got us on in the, in, the, in the inside the cleaners in the morning. Tell me this: what is what is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> Come on, man. Come Are on, man. Are you crazy? Give it to me. Play too much, Mr. Wilson. Hey, man. The greatest Mr. in the Wilson. land, I baby. Love Mr. Wilson. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Wilson this morning. Wherever you at, sir? <laughs> Not a bringing, you know. <laughs> Flower bringing. That was a my favorite line. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't nothing in a drugstore gonna kill you faster than I am. Man. Man. I'm from the penitentiary. <laughs> I'm from the penitentiary. Before I open this cleaner. I was from the penitentiary. You come down here if you want to. It ain't nothing in that drugs don't kill you quicker than I will. Goody <laughs> oh, was so very serious. Uh, they got uniforms with Wilson on, on them. Oh man. boy, Tommy. Woo. Oh man. And but then they calling you Johnny McClurkin. I ain't had nobody's shirt on, man. I swear, I know I ain't had nobody's shirt. Boy, that was so good, man. That oh, was good. Uh, that's what you call stupidity at its best right there. Yeah, what you is are it, the king of pranks. Stupidity. Yes, yes. He's got to give a ah, cha, cha, cha. <laughs> so snot bringing and flowers. Not slanging not and flower bringing. flower bringing, yeah. Man, thank you, Miss. Uh, oh, that's how you do it. Then he told That's right up there with a fly landing on the head. You understand what I'm saying? That's right up there. That's right oh, up man. there with the fly. No, nah, that fly went national, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That, that fly probably went global, dog. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, it definitely went global. Mm-hmm. It is global for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> the fly stole the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. All right. (laughs) Thank you, nephew Tommy, of course. Uh, Coming up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject. Uh, She must think I'm Boo Boo the Fool. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Only 26 days left until November 3rd. You can go to vote.org, vote.org if you haven't registered yet. It takes a couple of minutes. Then you can get all of the information you need. Where is my polling place? You know, all of that. When can I vote early? All of that. Okay. Vote.org. Get all the information. We are planning to vote. Okay. We're not just going to go in there and just vote off the cuff. We're going to plan this thing. 
All right. Right. Uh, and, and the no fly showed you last it. night who to vote for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take your notes with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 26 days left. 26 days left. So please go to vote.org. All right, guys, time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. All right, subject, she must think I'm boo-boo the fool. Dear Stephen Shirley, my marriage has been very rocky and it has gotten worse. My wife and I have four kids in a short period. We had four kids in a short period of time, so I was stressful. It was real stressful at home and uh, with small kids running around. I got a really good job to take care of my family so my wife could finish her degree. My wife got her degree and she started working when our youngest child started school. That's when things went from bad to worse in our marriage. Our sex life started to change, and she would sleep in the guest room because she said, I snored too loudly, and she needed her rest. Everything irritated her, so I let her sleep in the guest room. Then she told me that she wanted a mental health break from me and the children, and I understood it and allowed her to get a hotel room for a weekend. She did that a couple of times before I put my foot down and told her to go to counseling if she's having that much trouble coping with life. She lashed out and said she's not happy and she never should have settled for me. She told me that I was not the type of man that she usually dated, but she respected me and knew I would be a good provider and family man. I didn't feel like arguing again in front of the children, so I told her we'd talk later. She told me she would talk to me when she came home Sunday, and she left the house with her suitcase. I was too mentally drained to stop her. Sunday morning, the children and I went to church, and she was there, in the front, full of praise and worship and looking refreshed. Mind you, we hadn't seen her since Thursday. My children deserve a lot better. And I'm not Boo Boo the Fool. How should I handle this? Wow. Uh, This is a major problem, okay? This is a major problem. And I'm just shocked that you've put up with it for this long. Uh, The question is, why is your wife acting like this? She said she can't stand your snoring, but it sounds like way more than that going on in your marriage. Uh, She's sick of everything, everything. She's sick of you. She's sick of the kids. And you you guys have four kids uh, that are very young. She's sick of the marriage. She's, She's sick of the house, so she goes to a hotel. Again, she's sick of everything. Is she having an affair? Could bring that up. That could be a question. Maybe. I don't don't know. Uh, That's only because, you know, she said, you said that she looked refreshed at church. And refreshed could mean a lot of things. It could mean that, you know, she does have someone she's kicking it with or she could have just gotten some much needed rest alone. And that's why she looks refreshed. Um... I really don't think it's another man, though. I don't think that because she's too open and honest with you about what she's doing and how she's feeling. You know, she needs a mental break. Uh, she doesn't like you. She, uh, I mean, so I don't know. I think anyway, you would have caught her if she was cheating. She said you're not even her type and she settled for you. Uh, that was mean and hurtful. 
Uh, she just sounds to me like she wants out. She wants to be by herself. She wants out of the marriage. I agree with you uh, that she and really both of you could use some counseling to figure this out. But I think it's all too much, too little, too late here uh, because she sounds done. I, I think, you know, you could sit her down and talk, try to salvage as much of this relationship, of this relationship as you can. But with all her issues, I don't see how any amount of talking or reasoning with her is going to make her stay in this marriage. She said she's unhappy and she I think she's ready to move out and move on. And I think you're right. You and the kids deserve be- better. Steve. Uh, you know, uh, look different here. I, first of all, I don't like your wife. Mm-hmm. I just want to open with that. Now, I know it's two sides to every story. We ain't heard nothing but yours, and I'm pretty sure something else, some more to it. But just based on what you said, y'all had four kids in a short period of time, stressful kids running around the house. You got a good job, took care of the family so your wife could finish her degree. She got the degree. And then when your youngest kid went to school, she started working. That's when everything got worse. And it started with your sex life. Mm-hmm. Started changing. She sleep in the guest room because she said, I snored too loud. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, if I snore, Marjorie tapped me and goes, Steve, Steve, turn over. And I turn over and it stopped. You know, it's cool. I got it. Ain't no problem. This ain't every night, but you know, sometimes I got it. Ain't no problem. You're extra tired. You know, she, on the other hand, went to the whole nother damn room. Uh, Cause she need her rest. Then all of a sudden, everything started irritating her. You get on my last damn nerve. You snoring. You looking at me. <laughs> what you putting in the kids' lunchbox? They don't need that. You know, just That's everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> so you let her sleep. You know, get in the guest room. She told me. Then she needed a damn mental health break. When we come back, I'm going to show you where all this is heading, partner. All right. We'll have part two of Steve's response at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, she must think I'm Boo Boo the Fool. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. She must think I'm Boo Boo the Fool. Yes, she do, man. I don't like her, like I said. But y'all got married, had the kids, got crazy. She finished her degree, started working. That's where it started changing. Sex life changed. She said you snore too loud. She want to sleep in the other room because, you know, it's just getting on her nerves because she need her rest. You let her do that. After that, everything started irritating her. So you let her sleep in the guest room. Then she came up with, I need a mental health break from me and the kids. And I understood you know, then, then, then she wanted to get a now. Nah, staying in the guest room ain't enough. Now she come in the house. She need a hotel room for a weekend. Also, then you did that. Then she did that more than once. She did it several times before you put your foot down. And then you told her she had to go to counseling if she was having that much trouble. Then she lashed out and told you she wasn't happy and she never should have settled for you. Whew. What? Mean. Then she told you you wasn't the type of man she usually dated. What, mm. what, what, what was all this dating you was talking about? Because we've been married for you because we got all these kids now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So who all these men you normally date? 
But then she uh, said that she respected you and knew you'd be a good provider and a family man. Then you end that conversation, but I ain't feel like arguing in front of the kids. So I told her we'll talk later. Then she told you after that heated ass argument that she started on purpose after you had put your foot down. She needed another weekend. Then she told you she would talk to you when she came home Sunday. And she left the house with her suitcase. Now, once again, your, your ass is tired again. <laughs> you too mentally drained to stop her. Sunday morning, you and the kids went to church, and she was there in the front full of praise and worship and looking refreshed. Daddy, there go mama. Exactly. Daddy, mama in the front. Can I go up there? Your mama don't want us up there. <laughs> My children deserve better. Y'all ain't seen the since days. I'm not boo-boo the fool. How should I handle this? Well, let me ask you something, sir. The letter, she must think I'm boo-boo the fool. Then you ask at the end. I'm not boo-boo the fool. So let me ask you a question. Why do you think you're boo-boo the fool? See, what, what about this got you feeling like you a fool? Because you thinking she got somebody. Because every time she need a break, she got to get a hotel room. First it was a guest room. Now it's a hotel room. She done done it more than once. Then you put your foot down. Then she come home, start another argument, and left again with the suitcase. Now she in church just hallelujah. <laughs> Looking refreshed. Looking refreshed. Are you boo-boo the fool? Yeah. You and the kids deserve better than that. Why you still want her? She don't want you. You ain't even the type of man that she normally date. She settled. And she settled for you. But it looked like you the one settled, dog. You seem like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Now, you might not be all that in some area. I got that. You probably not. Like I said, this one side of the story. But, you know, for her to try to strike you down and tell you you ain't even her type, she settled for you. I don't, I don't see the, where the lineup of people that want her. I would let her go on out there and see what this dating game is like. I would let her go head on out there. Because whoever she's sleeping with ain't finna take her and them four kids. They'll take her. She don't want the kids, but ain't nobody signing up for this. But ain't nobody doing that, man. I would let her go, man. Let her go on out there and see what it's like. She already thinks she know what it's like. But let her get on out there and see, because who she thinks she got, she probably don't have at all. And are you acting like boo-boo the fool? I think you are. How should I handle this? I mean, bro, look. I'm, I'm, look, if you got to leave me and go to a hotel every other weekend, I'm too much, then bye. Yeah, she wants out. Me? And you already saying, bro, you too mentally drained to deal with all this. Let her go. What? Four kids bye. is a lot, yeah. How and many? Four, four young kids. Hell yeah. Small kids running around the house. That's a lot. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm not really feeling her at all. She wants to out. You know. Yeah. All right, Steve. I mean, you know. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, me too. Y'all got any questions for me? I want to do anything. <laughs> so you think she's cheating? 
You do think yeah, she's But cheating. what I would do, what you know what I would really do? i put the shoe on the other foot. Hey, what, you know, you, you just had that mental breakdown and mm-hmm. you're not feeling good. Uh-huh. I need a weekend, too. Uh-huh. Pack I your get suitcase. my bag and roll mm-hmm. on out. I'll be back for the weekend. I promise you when I come back, I'm going to be refreshed. <laughs> come back up the ch- driveway skipping. Me in church just praising the Lord. I'm talking about <laughs> rushing, hopping around that church. <laughs> Arms folded, squatting down, just getting it. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to move on. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. We'll come right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, we got to talk some more about the vice presidential debate last night. I mean, I I just think Kamala did her thing. I really do. She started off strong. She ended strong. You know, Uh, can I say this right here? Yeah, go ahead. I am not of the type of people to try to scrutinize this woman's performance in a debate to to come up with a who won and who lost. Listen to me. She hit some very, very valid points. Mm -hmm. She scored well. She looked confident. She looked presidential. How dare people in, in the, in the, in after almost four years of this administration doing nothing but lying to us, right? Giving fact checkers thousands and thousands of things to contradict. The way this administration has performed during the pandemic, the way this administration has performed in Black Lives Matter, we just found out that they don't. The way this administration has upheld white supremacy will not denounce it. I don't give a damn what Kamala said last night. What she said was as good as you could get from this liar that she was sitting across from. I watched this man ball face lie, defend a record that was so untrue. Mm -hmm. I mean, man, they fact checked the whole China thing, how he shut China down. No, man, he didn't, shutting China down didn't work because it didn't exempt love people. And the majority that we found through tracing came from Europe. Mm -hmm. The corona that we got came from Europe. And so all of this mess, this woman right here, man, because of who she is and what she represents, was under a different kind of scrutiny. Listen to me. The damn president of the United States is a walking disaster in a debate. <laughs> he is a walking disaster as a leader. He is a walking disaster as a person that has corona taking yeah. his mask off. Yeah. He still The White House is under siege. The White House is the new epicenter for the yeah, coronavirus. <laughs> the I'm telling you, man. And, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. we in here talking about this woman and whether Pence and then Fox talking about they, he, uh, he annihilated her. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. What oh, they're trying to do yeah. is find mm-hmm. somebody yeah. that did better than Trump, which yeah. would have been anybody. But the problem <laughs> is Trump is the president. So I don't care what Mike Pence did. He couldn't fix the debacle that is the president. And he couldn't defend his record because his record is horrible. 
we need to get to the polls, and I'm proud of the people that I'm seeing at the polls in early voting so far. Make sure you're one of those. That's right, and we're proud of Kamala Harris, too. All right, we'll, we'll be back with Carla and Reality Update coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex, F-L-X. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. All right, come on, Tommy. Intro our girl. Reality. It's that time she is here, Carla Farrell, with Reality Update. <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Okay, guys, so last week we talked about Real Housewives of Potomac. So oh, Karen Lord. hosted a meeting <laughs> at her house to let Monique kind of tell her side of the story about what happened during the mm-hmm. fight with Candace and Monique. And, Is this you the know, fight where they had a handful of hair and wouldn't let it yes, go? Yes, Tommy. Yes. The very, mm-hmm. Look, the very one. Do you want me to drag you? You want me to drag Yes, some dragging drag going on. Drag your ass right on out of here. Go ahead. Well, Giselle, she showed up to Karen's house with a bodyguard, and she said that she cannot, her and her ex-husband, you know, she's dating Pastor Jamal Bryant, can't be associated with this kind of messiness because he's the man of the cloth. Okay, crickets, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit dramatic, Carl. Yeah, yeah that really was. The bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, Meanwhile, let me tell you this. So Candace, she went to see her therapist and her therapist pretty much asked her a question. What did you do to provoke the fight? Did you have mm-hmm. any type of responsibility mm-hmm. in this fight? She said she couldn't think of anything. No, basically, <laughs> you know, girl, uh, bye. You know what you did. Yes. You know exactly yeah. what mm-hmm. you did. Mm-hmm. So back, back to the house, the meeting with Karen. Now, the new cast member, Wendy, she told Monique, And I'm just going to read what she said. The moment you put your hands on somebody, you perpetuate the narrative that black women continue to be angry and violent. So Wendy was telling Monique, I don't care what she said to you. There's no excuse, you know, basically for you to put your hands on Candace and you not remorseful. You didn't you didn't really say you were sorry to the women. So. I kind of agree with what Wendy was saying about that with Monique and the stereotype with black women. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Monique was emotional. She was saying maybe she shouldn't be a part of the group. Giselle left, didn't want to hear it anymore. Well, next week, I'll keep you posted because the ladies are going to go on the trip. And then the husbands, it looks like they about to get into a fight. (laughs) (laughs) Jamal? Not Jamal. No, 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 no. Who's the man of the cloth? Right, yeah. exactly. Ain't no fight. 
He's not on the show that much anyway. No, he's not. He's not, not like the other ones are. Men, yeah. Right. Like, not like the other husbands. And quickly, mm-hmm. let me move on to Real Housewives of Atlanta. Steve, you introduced Mike Hill and Cynthia Bailey, and they are getting married this Saturday in Atlanta. 10, 10, 20 is the date. Mm-hmm. Yes. And at their wedding, they, uh, Cynthia talked about she's going to have strict COVID-19 protocols and uh, they're going to provide their guests with face mask, face shield, social distancing will be at the venue for the seating. So Candy, Kenya and Eva, they will serve as her bridesmaids. And uh, congratulations to Cynthia and Mike. How you feel? Uh, CLO. You know love, what? Um, I mean, they invited me to the wedding. I'm not able oh, to go because, really? yeah, they did. And uh, they asked me at one point to officiate it oh, because, wow. you know, uh, it was gonna be the I had the license uh-huh. to do that, you, you know, do. in several states. Was that a I'm not a pastor. Moment? I can officiate. <laughs> yeah. I, but I don't want to do that, you know. I do it for little stunt purposes, you know, New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, something like that, but not nobody real. Yeah, you know, taking the vows mad, under God. You know, and, no, no, yeah. no, no, I ain't finna do that. But, you know, um, what was crazy was, you know, I introduced him. Uh, at first, she didn't want to pick him because she wanted to pick somebody local that lived in Atlanta. Right. I pulled Cynthia Bailey to the side and said, well, stop, stop this. Your soulmate, you don't know where he at. Mm. He ain't got to be local. Pick nobody because he local. This Geography. dude might got money. He got airplane money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, I don't everywhere. know, Steve. I you know, I, 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 hey, 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 what's wrong with you? Listen to me. Wow. So Uncle Steve took control of that situation. I'm not taking full credit for it. I'm just kidding. But I did get her to understand you can't pick a guy because of his location. Geography. You got this Geography, dude. Right. It was just a good dude, man. Mm-hmm. This dude, Mike, is a good guy. Well, they're still together. <laughs> well, yeah. Congratulations, Mike and yeah. Cynthia. And uh, mm-hmm. that's Reality Update. Thank you, Steve. What you got, Shirley? Junior Sports Talk coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, what you got? Sports uh, Talk with Junior right now. Yeah, Let's go. We're in the middle of COVID. This ain't even sports talk. This is real stupid sports talk. This is what this is. Oh. Uh, did you all know that the governor, Ron DeSantis, has given the Hard Rock Stadium, which is the home of the Miami Dolphins. Oh, in Florida. Uh-huh. Yeah, in Florida. A clear a clearance for full capacity of 65000 for all the games for the rest of the season. Are you serious? Uh, I, in the I middle can't. of COVID? I cannot. I bet I ain't going to be sitting up in there. No. Nah. Okay. Nah, we ain't we not even going to Florida if this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the governor has dropped all the restrictions, the COVID-19 restrictions, so all Florida stadiums are able to go to full capacity. That includes Jacksonville, home of the Jaguars, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium, too. And But Republican the Dolphins State. say, we'll give them what the governor said. We just mm-hmm. doing 13,000, so... <laughs> Even they know it. Yeah, yeah, we know we not finna have this. And uh, that's that crazy. Yeah, crazy. the full capacity, sixty-five. Man, what are they doing down there? Please, they're, vote they're listening to the president. They're listening to President Trump. That's what they're yeah. doing. It is not it is not safe out here. Y'all gotta vote. Y'all, I, yeah. I, we have to. Florida. Y'all gotta vote. This is crazy. This is this crazy. They gonna they trying to knock y'all off so y'all don't vote. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. They hoping some of y'all don't make it to November 3rd. Trust me. And when you vote, vote early. You think you're bad? Go on up in there. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you, Junior. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last night, guys... <laughs> We all saw it. it was a vice presidential debate in Salt Lake City, Utah, between Senator Kamala Harris and Vice President Mike Pence. Uh, the candidates were 12 feet apart and a plexiglass between them. Uh, in our opinion, Kamala won the debate, period. What you think, Steve? What you well, think? I thought Kamala did really, really well. I was impressed um, with her. Yes. Uh, I was really, really impressed with her, man. More so than ever before. And I think that one-on-one made a clear point. And she made uh, some great points. Uh, but for me, uh-huh. uh, the, the highlight of the debate was that fly on <laughs> Pence's head. <laughs> Mike Pence, yeah. Damn, yeah, I agree. Fly just showed up and stole the show. And I have, uh, I figured out what happened. Oh, did you? I, what happened? Because the fly was there for a while, Steve. Long so what time. What did you figure out? Yeah. When wow. sugar, honey, iced tea <laughs> is coming out of your mouth, it's uh-huh. going to draw flies. Yes. Lies draw flies. That fly said, let me go over here and get on this treat. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is fresh cow manure. Yes. <laughs> oh, and it's so white. I've never had the white flavor before. God, this is a fly that fly was on national TV. You know what? This is amazing. It's so wonderful, and it's so much of it. And yes. I'm going to just sit here till I'm full. Uh-huh. And the fly got full of sugar honey iced tea yes. and flew off. The fly is in the back of the uh, auditorium sleep. <laughs> it did stay on there a long time. I Isn't thought it was stuck, you? Shirley. Yeah. Really no, it was eating. It was eating. Oh, man. It, it, was, it was at a buffet. And he never yeah. knew it was on his head. No. That's the uh-uh. crazy part. He never no. swatted it away or anything. Yeah, the fly, yeah, no. the fly is trending. The fly is trending. Yeah. Uh, the winner of the debate, the fly on the Mike fly. Pence's fly. head. <laughs> no. That fly could have cost him the election. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, because you know it's old people. You know, that's a sign now. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, right, Steve. <laughs> You know, when you're talking and a fly land on your head and you don't feel it, that's a sign. Right. right. I wonder if Kamala saw it. It didn't look like she saw it. You know she saw it because she put her head down and fixed the coat because she didn't want to look up there no more. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's last break of the day. That's right, Steve. And also, at 49 minutes after, you'll have your closing remarks, the one and only Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Health care is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. 
They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. All right, guys, 26 days left until November 3rd. You know what that means? That means not a lot of time. That means get ready, get ready, get ready, in the words of Bishop T.D. Jakes, okay? We have to vote, and we have to vote early, all right? We have to prepare and plan so we can get this man out of the White House, all right? That's what this is all about. And you can go to vote.org to register. If you haven't already registered, please do that. It only takes a couple of minutes. You can get all the information you need about early voting and and what you need to do in your state, okay, and when, all of that. 26 days left. Pretty soon it'll be 16, then 5, then 3, 2, 1. Okay, we gotta go. That's it. It's not a drill. I'm gonna say that every day. This is not a drill. Oh, I hope y'all don't mind. What's that? I book somebody on the show tomorrow. If y'all cool with that. Oh, okay. So, so stupid. Oh, really? Oh, I'm I glad, did, I, glad I you mean, ran I did, it. I, 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 I just, just took it up on myself. I knew this was a good booking. But tomorrow, uh, we will have the fly on it. tomorrow. <laughs> I knew it. The fly so coming we, on? The, the fly. fly. So we can at least talk to the fly. Mike and see, you know, fly, that, that's, his, that his fly. That fly. That fly. Nationwide, fly globally yet. known fly. He'll be on tomorrow. Wow. We can talk to him. Is this going to be an exclu- This is a scoop, Tommy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, this is inside news. He got a lot right of cousins and stuff, Tommy. Brothers and sisters <laughs> and everything. He got a lot of them. But, Tommy, I huh? saw a meme that <laughs> said Superfly featured right there. <laughs> 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 they doing your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your mama. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to know. We'll look forward to that. Uh, now it's time for our fearless leader to fly on in here with his fly self. Flying his thing. <laughs> You know, um, after watching the debate last night, uh, I want to forewarn people of something. Don't get caught up in this uh, who won the debate business. Don't get caught up in this technical error. Listen to me. Kamala Harris did what she was supposed to do as the vice presidential nominee. She did what she put. She stayed closest. She stated the facts. She stated the, the record. And, 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 she, and she talked about things that the American people cared about. Uh, all Pence did was dodge question after question after question. And how do you defend uh, Donald Trump's record? This is not what that was about last night. This was about us getting to the polls. This was about the Republicans trying so desperately to say something, put some type of twist on last night. He uh, dismantled Kamala Harris. No, he didn't. I I don't know what debate they were saying, but she was holding her, she was very, very smart last night. I was very proud of her, man. And as we all should be, just proud of her. Under the circumstances of what she's had to deal with, and to sit across from a man who lies equally, just a lot slicker than his boss, I think she did extremely well. It's hard to counter every single lie a person tells and still be trying to get across what your agenda and your mission is for the country. So for me, Kamala Harris got an A. Now, 
What this is really about is Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Now, you have a decision you have to make because none of us can sit this out. I've been watching the news. I've been watching this early voting. I am so proud of seeing how many people are turning out early voting and waiting in that line three hours because what they think they're going to do is suppress the vote so this dude can get in. But don't be deceived. We're not going to sit this one out. See, Hillary Clinton had a commanding lead in 2016. Remember? Remember how we were all waiting to celebrate Hillary Clinton as the first female president? And she won the popular vote, but she didn't win it in the swing states. She didn't win Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, and Florida. We have a chance to change that. We have to vote, y'all. Be one of the proud people that stand in line, that weathers the weather, that weathers the storm, that weathers the moving the mailboxes, that weathers the changing the voting locations. They trying everything, man. One place to drop off in the state of Texas per county. That's ridiculous, man. And they're sitting up in here using every voter suppression tactic that they can, man, to make this thing work for them. But we got one thing that we can do to stop all that. We got to vote. And once you count the votes and them electorals go in and you win the state, oh, partner, it's over with. And I don't care what he do, he gots to go. We are voting for George Floyd, for Aubrey family for the Castillo family. We're voting for Breonna Taylor. We're voting for all, all of them. Rashawn Brooks, we're voting for all of them, man, that just had to sit through moments like this. And now this president openly, openly discredits any form of protest, immediately reverts to the 1% looters and rioters and ignores the 99% of peaceful protests and why we protested in the first place. This president has showed you time and time again black lives don't matter to him. What matters to him is his base and his vote. His base really don't matter to him either. He just knows that's how he get in. He has got to go. And we are going to be an integral part of that. I want to thank all the sororities, all the fraternities, all the people that's voting, all the athletes that's raising their voices, all the actors out there, all of the common people who are walking around making the biggest difference. Because it's you, the regular folks that ain't famous, that's going to make the biggest difference. We got to vote. Early vote, absentee vote, get in line and vote. He got to go. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 